Welcome to the Inner Peace and Other Cool Shit podcast, the show that helps you find freedom from anxiety, overthinking, worry, and stress. I'm Siobhan Friel, a fellow human being, transformational coach, and your new friend. Come and hang out with me as we explore a whole new understanding of the human experience so you can enjoy life with more peace and ease. Hello, welcome to the first episode of the Inner Peace and Other Cool Shit podcast. You already heard this in the introduction, but for the intro skippers among you, this show explores where our human experience is coming from and why understanding this can help us find freedom from worry, stress, overthinking, overwhelm, all of that, and have a nicer time roaming around on the planet. So today, let's get started straight away on seeing more about where our experience of life is actually coming from. Like, how does it work? How was it made? Understanding how something works, like the nature of it, how it behaves or operates, is never not good. (laughs) I normally really dislike a double negative, so I don't know why I said that. But it's never a bad thing to understand something. Even if it doesn't work how we think it should or does, and even if we misunderstand for a long time how it does work, and even if we were wrong for a gazillion years, it's always helpful to understand what's actually going on. So here's a very simple example to get us started. I was in an Airbnb recently and I just couldn't get the door to lock, right? I did that thing where you pull the handle up like really far or push the handle in and all kinds of messing around with it, but still the key wouldn't actually turn to lock the door. So I contacted the host and they said that the key turned in the other direction, which was anti-clockwise, and that this was in the house manual and had I not read the manual, (laughs) but when confronted with a lot of words like a really thorough Airbnb manual, I kind of skim the first bit and then my eyes skitter away once I know what the Wi-Fi code is. Anyway, even though the door worked the opposite way to what I thought it should, once I realised this, I could move forward with my life and put my new understanding of the door to good use. So I could go outside, (laughs) I could come inside, I could lock the door and leave the property, knowing that I hadn't made things easier for any burglars that were roaming around the neighbourhood. So understanding how the door worked changed everything to do with the door, the property, security and my stay there in general. So you'd probably agree that understanding humans, like how we work, would have a big impact on our own lives, right? Knowing how something works and what's actually going on means we have a nicer time with that thing, whatever it is, whether it's a door or a human. And that's what we'll be taking a look at today so that we can have a nicer time being alive by understanding where our experience is coming from. And here's a big spoiler. Just like the door locking, our experience is also created in the opposite way than what it looks like. Okay, so I'm going to stop rambling on about doors and get right into it now. Okay, so 
The human race has always been incessantly curious, like we're hungry to figure things out, to understand stuff and to make things better. And uh, when I was looking into this, there's been some really weird instances of self-experimentation throughout history, such as um, uh, Isaac Newton sticking a needle in his eye to experiment with his thoughts and theories about colour. And there's so many more of these examples, but they're really gross, so I'm not going to share any more with you. You can Google them in your own time. But the way we try and understand things is, first we look at something, then we make a guess about what we think is going on, then we test our guess the best way we know how, then we update our predictions on what we find and keep going. We keep hypothesizing, testing and building on what we find out. And this is really awesome. And it's led to the mind bogglingly, <laughs> that a word, mind boggling advanced civilization that we live in today with incredible tech and inventions and ideas and space telescopes and purple cauliflowers and stuff. But here's the thing. We've gotten many, many, many things wrong over the millennia by stumbling at the first part of the understanding process, which is the how things look bit. For thousands of years, we thought the sun revolved around the earth because it really looks like the sun rises and sets. We still call it a sunrise and a sunset, even though it's accepted that the earth revolves around the sun. And for a long time, we also thought that the earth was flat, and some people still do, because it really looks like the horizon is the edge and that we would fall off it if we ventured too far. And just like the key in the door thing, it really looked to me like it would lock clockwise. So all further hypothesizing and testing was based on this assumption. So when it comes to us humans, it really looks like our experience of life is coming from the outside world. But we're wrong about that. We think our human experience is created from the outside in. Said another way, we think that what's happening in our lives is causing our feelings. We think that whatever is going on in the world around us dictates whether we are feeling peace and happiness, security, success and joy, or sadness, anxiety, doubt, fear, insecurity and anger. Because we believe that things in the world cause our feelings, we're always trying to get something in life, to keep something we have or to get rid of something that we don't want in order to feel better. So we think we will be happy if we get a better job or we think we'll be secure if we had more savings. We think we need to do yoga every day to be calm. We think we need our kids to come home by their curfew or we're gonna feel worried. We think we'll be lonely if our partner leaves us and we think we'll be happy if we have toned arms. We think we'll feel proud when we finish our masters and we think we'll feel peaceful when we finish our to-do list. I don't know if that was too many examples there, but I'm sure you get the picture. So we think our feelings are created by people, situations, money, events, our past, our jobs, etc. Right? So simply put, we think our experience of life is coming from the outside world.
I think most people will agree with this and a few listening will probably be like well duh that's obvious what's your point or does this or does this podcast not have a point like many thousands of drivel filled shows which are already out there (laughs) no stay with me okay so what's the problem in thinking that stuff happening in the world like jobs and kids money politics crime injured pets blah 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 what's the problem in thinking that that stuff is causing how we're feeling like so what why does it matter well by thinking that what's happening on the outside is controlling how we feel we must do a lot of management of these outside variables to try and have nicer lives and not feel fucking terrible so we think we need to have well-paid and fulfilling jobs with colleagues who are not assholes adoring partners who get our jokes and give us nice shoulder rubs well-behaved kids who always come home on time and respond to our texts within one minute and lots of accomplishments and skills preferably a tiny bit more than our peers (laughs) we think we need a robust self-care practice lots of money a manageable to-do list healthy parents and a million others now that's a lot to manage in order to feel okay don't you agree so needing to optimize the circumstances of our lives is hard work and never-ending it's especially hard work because it's impossible (laughs) we mistakenly think that we're in control of a lot of that stuff but actually we can be the best parent there ever was and still our child could break the law or we could be the best partner and still be cheated on we can work hard at our job for many years and still be made redundant and we can do meditation yoga journaling and eat a sugar-free diet and still have anxiety So it's little wonder that so many of us are feeling like shit. We're spending a great deal of time, effort, money and energy on trying to control things which are ultimately uncontrollable, all in order to feel okay. Wouldn't it be cool if we didn't have to do any of that? Wouldn't it be really cool if what was happening out there in the outside world didn't affect how we feel? What if we're able to experience peace and calm and clarity and joy and ease and happiness and all of that stuff, whatever was happening outside in the world? Like that would take a lot of our plates, wouldn't it? Okay, so it's kind of obvious what I'm going to say next. We are able to experience peace and happiness and all of the good things I just said, regardless of the circumstances of our lives. And you're going to be like, yeah, yeah, what utter crap. But let's take a look at this. It looks like the things in our life cause our feelings. It looks like the sun rises in the sky. It looks like the door had to lock clockwise. It looks like we experience life from the outside in. But what if we're completely wrong about that? Because we've been wrong many times but we actually work from the inside out, not the outside in. Our feelings are caused by our thoughts. How we experience life is 100% of the time thought created. I will even say that thought and feeling are the same thing, two sides of the same coin and can't even be separated. But I'll talk about this in another episode, so don't worry your little face about that now. So we cannot experience anything, anything at all, pain or sadness or joy or love or anxiety or overwhelm without 
thought. Our experience of life is coming 100% of the time from our thinking. When we are feeling worry, it is because we're thinking worried thoughts, not because the car is making a clunky sound. (laughs) When we're feeling excitement, it's because we're thinking excited thoughts and not because we just booked a trip. And when we're feeling overwhelmed, it's because we're thinking overwhelmed thoughts, not because there are 37,753 things on our to-do list. Cars, trips and to-do lists do not create feelings. They don't create the experience of our life. Our thoughts do. We're always feeling our thinking. Let me say that again. We're always feeling our thinking and not the circumstances of our life. So try this for yourself. So think of sucking on a lemon, right? And then you'll probably, (laughs) you'll find that your mouth like fills with saliva, but the lemon isn't there. Or another example, which is slightly more fun, is think about someone that you find really attractive and think about, you know, like getting down with them. (laughs) Are we allowed to say sex? (laughs) So think about that and you might find yourself like getting all warm in your downstairs area. But the person isn't there either. Okay, so can you see how your thoughts are creating your experience via lemons or humans? So the lemon or the person aren't there. It's your thoughts creating those experiences. It's coming from within inside you, inside out, right? Okay, so why does all this even matter for anxiety or overthinking or overwhelm, worry and stress? Well, the implications for truly seeing that our experience is created from the inside out rather than the outside in are enormous. If feelings are coming from thought, which they are, (laughs) rather than the outside world, then that means there are infinite ways we can experience the world because there are infinite thoughts. If you come to see that your anxiety is caused by anxious thinking, rather than work, say, or your partner, or your bank balance, or your appearance, or any of that stuff, that means you don't need to change any of those things. You can stop looking outside for the solution. And when you come to see that overwhelm and stress is caused by thinking too, you don't need to make changes to your schedule, or stay up all night working, or turn off your phone and hide under the covers with a mug of wine at 10am to avoid it all. I've definitely done that one, by the way. Up to now, if you're like, so what? It still sucks. (laughs) Then I hear you. So meet Anxious Alice. Anxious Alice is a human like you and she's going to help us understand some of the things that we're going to be talking about in upcoming episodes. Anxious Alice believes that she's anxious because of her job. She has a high volume of projects to manage with unrealistic deadlines and her boss is an arsehole and her colleagues are incompetent imbeciles. When anxious Alice learns that her anxiety is caused by her thoughts, she is sceptical and frustrated. So even if she can get on board with the notion that it's her thinking and not the job that's causing her anxiety, that's not helpful to her. So what, says anxious Alice? I don't care whether it's my job or my thoughts which are causing my anxiety. I just need it gone. Or 
Well, it doesn't help me to know that anxiety is caused by anxious thoughts. I still have anxiety and I hate it. So if, like Anxious Alice, you're thinking the same, then I totally get that. I thought the same when I really struggled with anxiety and overthinking and overwhelm and stress and worry. And I was basically having a really shit time in life. The key to experiencing inner peace and other cool shit is by understanding how anxiety and worry are created which is through our thoughts, which I've touched upon today, and then seeing the true nature of thought, which I'm going to go into next time. Now, big spoiler, thought is not what you think, and it actually doesn't even matter that much. Seriously. Come and join me in the next episode. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. This is the part where I ask you to share, review and subscribe to the show. So if you go and do that, I would absolutely love it. If you have thoughts or questions or insights about this episode or anything really, come and share them with me on Instagram at Siobhan Freel or visit me at SiobhanFreel.com. See you next time.